A Sankarshan Joshi trip. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Welcome back to another Sankarshan Joshi trip. On this episode, we have uh, my dear friend Manish Ekdal, host of Matukate, on the show. <laughs> Welcome, yeah, man. Thank, thank you, Sankarshan, for calling me on your podcast. For me, at least, it had been a long time since I've done or been in any podcast. So. uh when you obviously texted me i was like very excited for this <laughs> and yeah thanks for having me so we usually have this phase right like every once a month or like if not podcast we'll have this one phone call where we talk about something and we talk for a really long time and yeah. uh, i was wondering you know like this it's like i haven't talked to manish for quite some time so i didn't call you also so i was like okay like let me just have you on the podcast and talk So last time you were here we did an entire episode on uh finance and uh we gave financial advice <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call it advice it was more of a financial opinion I think <laughs> Yeah I, I I was thinking of what to uh like name the episode you know and I was thinking hmm like what can I think of that could be slightly clickbaity and not too desperate So I was like okay let me do this because like we are 21 year olds right like now yeah. I'm 22 you are 23 yeah cool so I thought like uh, it it's a very interesting thing right like we we are just entering adulthood and our perspective on how we look at money so like that entire episode was just that right like two people yeah. talking about their perspective and money. also it's it's for me the very weird thing is no matter how good i am with certain things for me to give out advice i f- i feel very uncomfortable doing it for some reason i don't know but it's not like i don't give advices i definitely give like if it was a private call or something you know i tell you what how you should do this or how you should do that or to my friends but if it's on a public platform I just don't know. Uh, I'm insecure about my knowledge or something, but I never feel comfortable giving advices like that. The stakes are too high, right? Like when you when yeah. you put it out there, it's like you're marrying that opinion. You know, like even though your opinions change over time, like yeah. when it's when it's on the internet, when it's there, it's gonna be there, right? So, yeah. uh, like you don't want to risk. that like few years down the line you don't want to look back and be like what the fuck i was so dumb back then <laughs> I, i'm sure 5 uh, 6 years down the line if i listen to the first podcast that we did i'll definitely tell that to myself as like you're just from that episode to now my thoughts and views on let's say crypto bitcoin have changed a lot actually what a, you know what i was going to say the exact same thing like on that uh, like back then uh i'm not going to take my word back though like the thing that i said about bitcoin i said not a lot of people know about the, the fundamentals of that asset right so i'm 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 going to stick to that statement but uh you know even my thoughts on that like i mean from that episode to here my thoughts have also changed i think it should right like if you're still there then what's the point of me doing these many episodes <laughs> yeah that is true and my thoughts have changed in the sense not like i've abandoned my view completely or something that view has evolved i still <laughs> i'm still telling you if i were to invest some x amount of money tomorrow on bitcoin i would be very cautious i wouldn't just 
go and just invest it out right but uh, uh, talking about cryptos at least yes uh, i believe more in cryptocurrencies now than <laughs> before but yeah bitcoin i just don't uh, like it that much because uh, of the attention it gets you know like even my thoughts on uh, cryptocurrency and blockchain have changed because uh, back then i just had an opinion and uh, now i put in efforts into reading more about it or learning more about it i must say it was not a choice because uh, uh, like i'm in the training phase of my job right like i recently got a job and now i'm in a train uh, i'm in the training phase so the the assignment that we got that we had to work on was based on blockchain so uh, i didn't have a choice but i had to do my research about it and like learn a lot about it so we had this a teammate who was like who was slightly more knowledgeable than all of us and he said that he knows very little about blockchain so <laughs> <laughs> like the applications of blockchain right like it's it's very high so now uh like yeah like i said my thoughts have changed and it's mostly positive you know the thoughts have changed for the better like now my thoughts on like you said right like i differ with uh, your opinion on cryptocurrencies i personally feel that blockchain has a future and not other cryptocurrencies uh, yeah yeah and that was also my view in the first podcast as well because i said the technology is here to stay if i remember the words yeah, correctly yeah 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 plus bitcoin also you know like i feel bitcoin is gonna stay and other cryptocurrencies is gonna go uh that's my opinion as of now no in in my opinion i think yes bitcoin is definitely going to stay there's no way it's going to like go away or anything i think ethereum i believe in ethereum more than uh, bitcoin is just because it solves more problems than bitcoin but bitcoin is just you know like i said being treated as gold where in fact it is not gold you know i heard somebody say on this podcast he said uh every other cryptocurrency right they are trying to be bitcoin but they've adding like different features to it to make it unique you know like every other cryptocurrency has their own like smart contract so like something like there different different features yeah, that they're yeah. selling and like for everybody like who's listening who don't know what blockchain is even i don't know what blockchain is but for my <laughs> understanding if i had to keep, like keep it in simple terms it's a technology where a data once it enters there you cannot manipulate it nor you can edit it you cannot alter it so and everybody will have access to that data so did i get it right or did yeah. you add more to that you, no no that that i i don't think i can add any more anything more to it it was yeah that was right i feel like this as a fundamental technology right a lot of people are hopping on to this like a lot of banks want to incorporate this a lot of uh, like you, you know i i <laughs> i again i heard this on a podcast he said you know government should be on blockchain like so that like the taxes and every single transaction yeah there will be like people can trace it you know like where your tax money goes and all of that no actually uh, that's why the blockchain is i think the best thing that has happened to money in a long long time because before uh, let's say uh, you had to send money from let's say dubai to india your first and only alternative was western union right so you just go there and they charge you a hefty amount 
the only alternative to that was illegal it was hawala so uh, the construction uh, construction workers or laborers whoever were in uae uh, used to send the money uh, to their families through hawala which is much more efficient than western union and i think blockchain has solved that problem it is like hawala it's a, because the transaction is just transaction cost is crazily low compared to you know traditional bank transfer i'm not telling it's money laundering per se it's just that we've got a new legal you know efficient alternative to uh, that money transfer and also uh, uh, somewhere down the line i feel like government or banks have to adopt to this uh, technology and you know imagine a hybrid currency where it has all the best qualities of a fiat currency and also a crypto how good the, that would be right so i think somewhere so down the line currency? is going to happen fiat currency is like normal fiat currency is basically yeah, like rupees dollars which are backed by the government of their respective countries crypto is crypto like the yeah. thing that you're talking about you like know, bitcoin in the morning on instagram i saw like i was working out and i and i open my instagram in between set and i saw this post said narendra modi tweeted saying india is gonna uh hey, you, no, no, he's no, no, got no, no, hacked no, no. right yeah yes. so i i saw this post i was like holy shit narendra modi said like on his twitter that like india is gonna incorporate bitcoin and like like all of that then i started thinking a lot and then like 15 minutes later i googled it again to read more about it like from instagram i saw it on like in google and i found out that his twitter account was hacked for a brief moment and they put this i mean just out. to save you the pain next time if something is going something like that is going to happen it will take around a year because they'll draft a bill or a committee and they work on it and they give their uh, you know opinion and then the government will debate whether or not to do it or not and even if government is implementing it all of a sudden it will come from finance ministry i think yeah. <laughs> why would modi you tweet it like... and also he said is giving away <laughs> giving away 500 btc or something <laughs> is this joke <laughs> that you know, i don't understand that like i thought he's going like, to when he said give it away i thought he's going to uh, enable people to buy it like that's what i thought like not like give it away for free crypto scammers are a whole new level man <laughs> hacking a you know, like can you imagine <laughs> like a hacker sitting yeah. somewhere in his basement he's like bro you know what like i just hacked narendra modi's twitter account like he's india's prime minister i just feel bad for the around. people who read that tweet and went to the link and you know gave whatever the guy i'm sure at least there good number of people who fell for that <laughs> holy But... shit bro can you imagine <laughs> like do like, a guy who is just sitting in his mom's basement eating cheetos or drinking juice he just hacked narendra modi's twitter account and a lot of people could have clicked on that link and god knows how much money was like stolen right uh, that's i don't know man i mean the, the days are the days are definitely different no from nigerian prince to now this scammers are old a lot <laughs> you know you never know it could either be like a single person or it could be uh, another country you know i uh, yeah. recently i heard uh, on this podcast that in america facebook pages 20 christian missionary pages 19 of them are run by russians like so out of 20 19 are run by russians so 
all, all the people who are a part of those facebook group they've been receiving content from russia and yeah and you know the uh, one because you said about us i want to tell you this when uh, donald trump was elected for the first time and there was a committee uh, that you know the russian in russians got involved in this election they formed a committee and uh, there was this thing called muller report i think the investigating officer was some muller his name was so the in muller report what they did was they saw where how the russians were you know paying for the facebook ads and all that thing and they actually tracked them down using bitcoin which was very shocking because bitcoin you, sh- you shouldn't be able to track right but they they achieved that so bitcoin is not that anonymous actually as uh, i don't know i remember if i i don't know if it's right or not uh, the way they caught him was because every time you transact an x amount it is a unique number because it fluctuates a lot so once you get that number you can just cross check with other exchanges and all that and from the time uh, in the timeline and can trace it back to its source that's how they did it they claim but i don't know like the nuances of it but but that was very shocking to me you know what like what i'm most scared of is the information that you said right the chances of that being true and it being false is so slim like yeah. information can be fragmented and truth can be manipulated so easily these days i'm just like i'm so scared to have an opinion also and talk about it on the podcast so now yeah. i don't mind talking about blockchain or bitcoin because i have a changed opinion like i have a differed opinion right now than our previous episode i just want to like for all the listeners i i, I want to give like an update like guys my thoughts have changed and i have evolved <laughs> slightly uh, from that standpoint and i just wanted to say that so like it's so crazy man imagine you are an actor and uh, you react to some news and uh, you might have an opinion and you tweet it out and it turns out to be like a false information do you know how stupid that actor is going to look like because all the people are just like trolling him okay see he just okay i i get that point let's say uh, he made a mistake there an honest mistake that is fine but i i want to bring something that is very close to your heart about uh, ayushman khurana where he said whey protein takes two two, two epic years to digest that actor is stupid if you ask me <laughs> bro with the whole ayushman khurana and ranveer alabadia the entire thing the most stupid part is that ranveer alabadia nodding his head and be like mm, actually i feel very bad to him because even if let's say you and i were in his place for me i think uh, uh, see having a set of questions and answering them all that and not debating on one thing maybe there's a time limit so i wouldn't do that or and also i want to get good guests on my show as well so even if it does that i just okay i can just ex- give an excuse for it later no, and no, still no, no, have no, no, these people see i am a guy who loves fitness and like it's like a passion of mine and i pursue it okay but he is a certified trainer i am not kidding he is a certified physical uh, like personal trainer like he can help somebody at the gym i mean he is he knowledgeable or not in that field that's questionable but like him agreeing to that a lot of people like trolled both of them 
like yeah i think instead of nodding you should have just told i don't agree with it and let's just move on you could have just said yeah, that i think it would have more you could have yeah. asked questions more like like what makes you think like that or like why do you think that right i understand that aishwan kurana is way famous than he is so he might be intimidated and the chances of that are high okay like even me right if i have a guest who is quite successful and i would be intimidated to disagree or like say something to them you know and <laughs> then according to aishman kurana i think there's still some whey protein left in me <laughs> aishman kurana said one scoop of whey protein take 2 years to digest right and this comment said you need to put whey protein into another container not and drink it and not yeah. the plastic spoon you know that's Because why it's taking 2 years, years to digest, to digest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking genius <laughs> yeah bro i love these comments you know hilarious like next level have you ever gone to somebody's youtube channel yeah. and read the comments yeah youtube comments are uh, very nice man especially if it's something like this it's even more fun they create that and read it yeah even yeah. if they hate you then they're gonna creatively throw hate at you like through comments like you want to go i would never want laughing. to be in the receiving end of that man trust me i would never want to be in the receiving end <laughs> oh god yeah you know i i, I will just I, be a spectator i don't know if i told you this for one of my video someone called me stupid you know like i think it was in my, on my second episode <laughs> like on a clip uh, yes it was my second episode with one of my professor his name is abilash and uh, we did a bit about like how pesticides impacted this particular place and he commented he like like you both are dumb you guys don't know anything like what are you talking about i was <laughs> cracking up you know i was like yes finally i'm doing something with my life that somebody I is had this, on i had that uh, similar thing on my this thing as well uh, i did one with the uh, vijayanagara prince and uh, i did not know that it is debatable like a lot of people don't agree that they are the real descendants they have some i don't know what's what's the scene there i frankly don't even care about it i don't want to know more <laughs> about it ignorance is bliss for me <laughs> but but i in like one one week i deleted like 300 to 400 comments and everyone is like scolding me in kannada like ye yaradru yenadru heltu namtiya ninu no wait i deleted 300 comments on youtube video yeah yeah at first i did not want to delete it i was like okay let's just uh, cool down the situation i just typed uh, it's yeah i Guys, should have known better chill, but but we were not uh, but we were not talking about the who is descendant or who is not we were talking about a real problem here let's focus on that rather than this i i wrote that and comments got even twice more and they were insulting me that you don't know anything on and then i was like it's better to delete it and not engage with these people so if that whole week my uh, every two hours i used to open my youtube account delete all the comments and then go come back another 40 comments would have come and then delete it i don't know <laughs> there is this weird temptation to throw hate at people you know like especially on yeah. social media because you're anonymous like like they don't the receiving end don't know who you actually are so you know like I used to think that uh, like that's not going to be me but I saw this post about uh, Kim Kardashian or like th- there is a clip about the the Kardashians talking about 
like about their beauty you know like the, the reporter asked this question saying do you think you guys are setting like a uh, like a unreachable uh, unattainable beauty standards for the masses and then kim kardashian goes no we wake up in the morning we put in all the hard work like we do all the work so it is attainable and i saw this girl comment oh you guys are so awesome you know like whatever you guys are saying is so true and then like i commented like i replied to that asking are you kidding me like do you really think that like their beauty standard is attainable and she was like yeah like you know they, they they do exercises they put in so much efforts and then i and also I, a lot of botox plastic surgery exactly you know like <laughs> like kim kardashian's ass is fake and that everybody knows that like that's not how a natural <laughs> uh, butt would look like i mean like i don't care okay but she a girl she might be insecure about anything uh, like, like like about her and when she look at people who have a body which are attained through like plastic surgery or like you know cosmetic uh, surgery cosmetic intervention she might her insecurity might get worse you know like she might think yeah. that you know what like i am doing everything kim kardashian does but why am i not getting that body or you know what i mean like i was so tempted i actually drafted this huge comment like i wanted to reply to that saying like you're so dumb like you literally think like i want to type all the plastic surgeries that they had and i wanted to reply to that but then i was like what the fuck am i doing like i have better things to do in my life like why am i even engaging in this conversation so then i just back out because we are talking about this actually the reason for me starting this whole podcasting journey was because of this anonymous trolling and all of this uh i would uh, i'll actually it's a huge growth in me that i'm telling this in a public platform i would have, i never imagined that i would talk about this anywhere but uh, what had happened i think it was during lockdown the first lockdown uh, one of my friend who was my basketball teammate as well in school was uh, usually into tiktoks and all that he used to post a lot of tiktok videos and all that and i used to joke about it also but in my close friends of groups not on social media like when we meet and i even agreed to that on the video on instagram online so i i am see i gossip a lot everyone gossips but that i do in a you know safe closed environment not where the other person is getting hurt from whatever i tell right so there was this guy who used to make this tiktok videos and someone started trolling him anonymously by making a instagram account and all that and it started getting a lot of traction there at some point i think there were like 5000 views on the troll video or something and obviously as a person you will feel bad right what like i don't care about the content not everyone makes good content but still no one should go through that so in support of that i made a video Uh, on my instagram account saying just please don't do this and all that and uh, the next day the page that uh, posted the troll video said a statement that you are two faced bitch and all uh, oh, they made fun of have, you right like i think that they yeah and also that yeah you, yeah right? yeah and all that and i i said yes i made fun of him i tell that to his face even now and just because oh, i made fun in my closed space doesn't mean that i'll make the same joke on this platform coming here and being on a podcast i won't joke joke about that guy that's how things should be right and i said that and after that i felt like 
it was very unnecessary what i did i think i shouldn't have done it i used to think like that and then after that there was this one guy who was not even anonymous he texted me on whatsapp saying you are uh, uh, what what do you call this dark circles have grown uh, so he sent me a home remedy tip or some link like that to me and people are just so mean to, to you on social media so it's and, like whatever and for me so to give context one of your friend was being trolled and was being dragged on on social media and you voiced it right like you were vocal yeah. about it and you talked about it and one of your friend yeah. did, didn't reply to that content but he replied to your black circles dark circles yeah so that was uh, the whole thing and later i feel even the person that i defended did not give a damn about it and even the person who, and at the end of the day everyone was cool i was the one who was the joker here but you i used to think it. that way but but yeah let me just complete this i feel like now thinking about all that i am very happy with what i did because if i hadn't done what i felt was right i think i would have regretted for the rest of my life yeah yeah i mean i, mean, I can understand the amount of anxiety that would have been going through right because on social media you can overthink about how things are being perceived on the other end like you, yeah. you you're not really sure but you you might overthink you know like what if people think i'm dumb like what if people think that like this about me yeah. or it's it's all that mind games you know like it's not real but it's just happening in your head and it just fucks with you yeah that and after i did those couple of videos i realized i'm yes i can talk a little bit on a public platform so let's start this podcast because i was having all this anxiety and uh, yeah, obviously if someone texts you out of the blue saying your dark circles have <laughs> grown obviously you feel a bit insecure and all of that anxiety will come to you so uh, i decided to start this podcast at least yeah that's the one best thing i've got out of it yeah if i hadn't take that step maybe we were not sitting here we wouldn't have been sitting here talking about all this right so yeah that's growth to me yeah that's true you know that's why i i i used to post a lot about like like me working out on instagram like i used to put a lot of stories and now i stopped like i don't do like i don't post much as much as i used to because i don't want to get married to that you know like i don't want to every time i feel like i am being represented with this one thing i get too anxious you know like i'm too caught up upon like uh, so how do i put this so now i'm putting a lot of workout videos right people are going to have a perception about like how my body is looking or like how i am looking and they might praise me also since i'm getting all these praises i want to live up to that standard you know like let's say if i'm eating junk food or if i'm doing if if i'm slightly taking a break or i'm relaxing this pressure of being that person that i am on social media you know that uh, i think it's a mild imposter syndrome where on social media you've created a personality for yourself and uh, so you want to be that personality and sometimes in your head you're like what if you're not that and you know it's just all this like overthinking I mean, and all this that thoughts. pressure is also not true actually that pressure is never there it's just we who create this like you said true. imposter syndrome right we create this image of ourselves and we try to live up to it and i think the one best thing about me is that i'm never active on social media like i use all of that but 
if you see my instagram i think one post every year and even i joke about it i don't put stories a lot even if i put it in my close friends or whatever because i don't know it's just too much for me it's too overwhelming i think it's a very fine dance you know like uh yeah. like you it's like you're like, like you're being seduced by social media or like you're seducing uh social media but it's just you know in a very like safe space like like nothing's yeah. happening just, like nothing just sit back happening. and enjoy they just see the whole show going on in front yeah. of you yeah i think that's the best way to do it else, I, i don't know at least for me it is that and also i like that uh, mystery i mean even if someone's like maybe someone that i'll post this obviously on my instagram and some some of my friends will see this they don't know where where i am what i'm doing right now or where what i'm studying or where i'm working they know nothing and i feel and i feel good about it for some reason <laughs> it's not like evil thought or something but yeah it's like yeah there should be some kind of mystery right if if everything is on social media and you are so predictable i don't think i like that person at yeah. least for me i'm not saying it's bad it's good to share your life with everyone but it's just not for me i'm also very picky with what i put on social media like i don't put any of my personal stuff there it's either related to podcast or either related to workout and sometimes if if, if both are taking up a lot of space i just put one of my pers- like just like a normal casual photo but this it's my strategy you know like i just i want to put just that out there i don't want to put the like other aspects of what i do in my life out there just to keep the engagement going you know like i put podcast stuff right like j- just to like keep uh, the interaction going i really love sometimes when people uh, dm me about how they think about a particular episode and some of them i don't even know who they are so uh, yeah and i like that you know like i like to maintain that communication with people who i don't actually know but i'm talking about something related to a subject or so yeah but for me i think i that's uh, i was never comfortable sharing this thing on my personal account so that's why i made a separate account for my podcast as well so so that is there yes that engagement is really important like people giving you feedback for all the episodes Yes, that is very important i mean it might be good or bad doesn't make any difference but yeah and also people think it's very easy to do this man for some reason i don't know i think doing this is they feel it's very difficult i'll tell you it's it's not it's definitely not figuring out the whole process getting a good guest i mean getting a good guest in it's, itself is a life lesson like if you ask me yeah <laughs> constant rejection Yeah. seriously like, <laughs> rejection means nothing to me now after doing this podcast for a year now it means nothing to me <laughs> it's like okay yeah fine you know there is so much like it's it's on the fly right like sometimes you uh, whatever you're talking makes sense and sometimes whatever you're talking doesn't make sense and it's a process of you being self aware and self accepting at the same time you know like you need to be aware of what flaws you have and also not being demotivated about it so now let's say if i said some dumb shit on my podcast i might like back then i used to uh, like feel anxious or something it's like you know what if people think i'm dumb you know like i am a very self aware person like i consider myself as a very self aware person like i know when something is bothering me if like and if, if i'm having like slight anxiety about anything i know and i know how to solve that also most of the times 
but if i am feeling anxious about something that means it's a, it's an actual problem you know like for somebody else who is not as self aware it might affect them even worse so yeah. like when i talk about anxiety i never never experienced anxiety in my life until like in the lockdown and like like in since i started this podcast you know then i started experiencing it you know like okay this is what anxiety is and this is what might cause anxiety so yeah maybe when you look at my first episodes right i for me it was always like if i talk i have to contribute or else don't talk or even if i let's say laugh a bit weirdly i would feel very insecure about it and uh, and after a time like uh, the first podcast that i used to do after like 3 4 episodes i realized when you know after ending a podcast it was like sigh of relief for me it was like ah i'm finally done i can breathe now i used to feel like that and then i thought to said to myself i might not be doing this right i have to let go of some things just to enjoy this whole process now even let's say we are doing this for me is just like we are talking over the phone like i don't mind like i don't care if i look fat or look some you know very weird way or i'm sitting like this or i'm talking like this or i'm laughing very awkwardly or something i don't care about it because i've let go of all of those things and that is a process yeah. to get here you have to go through it for a for n number of times and then you will you know find yourself at the end of it yeah and i'm glad i did that as well i did not give up in the middle yeah you know like it's growth right and you yeah. it's always important like i talk about this in almost like in most of the podcast i talk about this is surrounding yourself with the right people who who are catalyst to your growth right and like like for you like you had couple of friends uh, like dming you after listening to their podcast commenting about how you laughed or like how you looked right and uh, and that sort of messed with you uh yeah. m- messed with your head and i feel that's the sort of energy you always have to stay away from you know like yeah i had this one moment in my life where i had i was in a toxic friend circle and uh, i realized that you know what this is not promoting my growth and i just quit everything like i i i, I cut ties with all of my friends and then i sort of started new you know like that's when i started doing a lot of different different things and now when i look back the sort of friends that i made with growth mindset right like where i'm also thinking about myself like am i hindering someone else's growth am i being toxic to somebody else or is somebody being toxic to me so once i figured that out all my friends right every time i either performed in a the- like i performed a theater in a theater a play or if i put a podcast out or like anybody people whoever who talk to me they always encourage me to do more and whomever i talk to i encourage them to do something for themselves or like do something more you know yeah that is very important i feel even with my friend circle like it evolves a lot man when like i have friends that i know since i was in second grade right and to look at our friendship then and now i think it's grown a lot and most of it is so at least with me it was this communication problem where none of us told what we felt and that kind of that pent up uh, anger towards each other i think one day burst and uh, now thankfully everything is back to normal 
we talked about it and now i think it, we are in a much better place where we can support each other where we understand where everyone is coming from i think that kind of uh, realization it, it is very important and some people never realize it for their entire life and i feel very sorry for them yeah you know any relationship could be your girlfriend or your spouse or your friend anybody you either grow together or you grow apart like simple yeah. like when you are in a close relationship with somebody you need to acknowledge the growth you need to acknowledge how the person have changed and how their opinion changes right so let's say if i have a girlfriend and uh, like as i am growing as i am evolving if my growth is not being acknowledged along the way we kind of lose track of who we've become you know like the other person won't know like what we are or like who we have become so even now i am in touch with few of my school friends who like we lost track we stopped talking for long period of time but still we are in touch so and i cherish those friendships even though they don't know what sort of person that i've become we acknowledge that there is a part of me that they don't know a part of them that i don't know you know that sense of creates a very healthy space where like yeah. they're not holding me accountable for the opinion that i had 10 years back and they're not like like, like you, you you get what i mean right yeah yeah no, it's very weird you know like now growing up and even with your friends you know you talk about salaries you talk about not getting a leave for us it was never that right for me i think i still not accepted the fact that because for me it's still like uh this i can't leave college today so i have to go to this class or something but now everything has changed right everyone is you know moving to different cities doing different things and these kind of reasons like i'm in office i'll call you back i'm in a meeting i'll call you back so these kind of things is very you know new to me and it, the feeling of growing up you know for me it's very weird i don't know how you feel about it but uh i should, i need some time to normalize all these things it's yeah, not I just like with it. friends even with family yeah it's you have no option you have to like it man you have you can't be like no i'll not grow up you have to accept it but yeah but in every every aspect of your life i think things have changed whether it's friendship or family or your own personal career or something i'm more serious now and now i don't think i need my mom to push me to study or you know <laughs> to to say do this i know if i don't do that i'll regret it for the rest of my life now the stakes are high so you need to get your act together and that's something new i can't afford to you know goof up here and there so yeah that feeling is new and it feels nice also actually to be responsible for yourself yeah it yeah. feels nice i mean i always had this child fantasy you know i was like if i uh, one day i'll grow up i'll stay alone i'll have all this freedom i'll go out at whatever time i want and all and now i've been living this for like 3 years this freedom but it doesn't matter to me anymore like seriously it was very overrated in my head when i was a child it's not fun sometimes <laughs> being alone or you know it's it's definitely not fun there's sucks, so man. much more to it it's, it's, it's yeah. not about fun it sucks you know like the best part about growing up according to me is how your perspective changes on things you know like when you're yeah. growing up let's say love i i was in i i dated this girl when i was in high school and uh, now my opinion like back then i had an opinion of what love is and now i have an opinion of what love is 
I had friends when I was a kid and I have friends now and my definition of what friendship like back then and now it has changed so I think that is the best part about like growing up or like being an adult you know like where you need to take responsibility for your shit even if it is not your responsibility like yeah. uh, if i go to office and there nobody gives a shit about why you couldn't do a certain task all they care about is did you do the task or not so like all like i might be late for a client meeting truly because my laptop had a problem but your client doesn't care you know you also have to take responsibility for the things that you can't control yeah yeah and also that's that's growing up right you know when you are in your teenage years or whatever you have very unapologetic behavior right? it's not my mistake why the could i care <laughs> yeah but now it's it's not that even yeah. if it's not your problem you have to kind of be responsible to it be close to everyone and you know tolerate all their shit just because you are a grown up now you are an adult you might not need really them though. sometime later not really though i'll tell you why uh, the the thing is that the part that you have to take responsibility for something that's not your fault the way how i see is let's say if i'm in a toxic relationship and i'm blaming i'm blaming the other person for all the pain that's being caused if i had to take responsibility for that situation i'd say you know what i i took that shit you know like i could have i could have ended it i could have like when you when you decide to take responsibility you can see all the things that you could have done no this responsibility i was telling it in purely professional sense not in personal sense because in personal life i think you have you have to be selfish a bit here and there not completely but you have to be selfish to know whether or not you are in the right relationship or with friends girlfriends spouse whatever i think you have to be selfish or else you'll never find what you're looking for yeah you know you have to be selfish and you have to seek things that would promote your growth and your personal uh, intrapersonal social any sort of thing it should it should be a catalyst to growth if it's not then just leave it you know because uh, whenever you're in a circle there is this concept of you're trying to bring somebody up right like who yeah. who is trying to pull you down you're trying to bring them up and it doesn't work that way like you cannot bring somebody up unless they want to so yeah in a way you keeping your priorities right and you doing shit right people who who want to grow will come and associate you know it's like where a light is going all the moths go there right even if even though the moths don't communicate with each other they still like they go like one moth goes and one follows it's like that so if you're trying to pull somebody up it's like there, there, there is there's no growth you know yeah everything even the person should be willing to come up right yeah if that is not happening <laughs> there's this thing right you can teach a man to Uh, no you can feed a man and uh, i i don't remember the thing you can take a horse thing. to the lake and not force it to drink water that's the yeah something way. like that but but yeah that's the same energy but that probably was something like uh, you teach a man to fish he eats for the rest of his life you feed him fish uh-huh. or something like that yeah. i don't remember that properly that's a very 
uh, for capitalism you know they tell that a lot i don't know how i forgot <laughs> i read it so many times yeah <laughs> funny man seriously you know even the way uh like growing up or like adulting i am like like i'm talking like i'm like 50 years old but i feel like my like from over the like in one year my perspective has changed so much i feel like like when i look back i'm like ah what a kid you know <laughs> like just one year probably yeah. one year next year i look at myself and be like fuck like what a kid so like i but i think that that's how things should be also i feel or else you if you are not talking to yourself and seeing how you are feeling let's say we both talking about this for like let's say a 28 year old or 30 years old person watching this it be like what are these kids talking about but for me and you let's say 5 years down the line i can come back to this podcast and listen to it and kind of chart my growth right i have some data to work with and if you don't no, i'm not telling for everyone to be on podcast and talk is just talk to yourself and know where you stand on things so that you can you know measure how much you grow right yeah you know one of the one of the thing that i had a paradigm shift and like my perspective changed was over finance and money like like i remember the days where i was thinking about money and where i was thinking about how to make money and now my perspective is money is a result you know money is an outcome so what you do matters to get that outcome so the outcome is not the the main objective so i heard this interesting person say uh when you buy a car you don't buy the car for fuel right you use the fuel to go somewhere similarly even like you doing something with your money you have an objective to reach there you're using money like money can never be objective uh like i feel that's the same thing with the crypto and all of that right people need to have their priorities right when it comes to investing in cryptocurrencies or any of the assets for that matter because whomever i talk to uh, about cryptocurrency about bitcoin the first thing that they talk about is the 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 amount the the value it has grown uh, yeah it, it has grown, grown huh? in all these years yeah yeah how much you, you know that what is... they made this much money you can make this much money Hey, even with the, every like people ask me like how can i you know start in stock markets or how did you start or i tell them is like i there like general kind of people who come and tell you i just want to make money man i just want to make money stick okay obviously everyone on stock market is there to make money but if you don't have any end goal in mind right if why am i earning that money for either for my education or i want to buy this or that until and unless you have that you don't know where to stop and if you don't know where to stop you'll definitely lose everything that you have gained at least in the markets not in the real business world but that's that's why i tell everyone have a goal in mind okay this is the amount i have to reach the day i reach it i'm done you know and if you are not you know a full time if you don't want to be a full time trader you just want to invest in the side that is how i think you should go about it because markets will always grow it will grow even after you die so <laughs> will you leave it there indefinitely like okay let's just leave it no <laughs> it will be growing it will be growing i understand where you're coming from but the part that i disagree with what you said was as you grow your priorities in life changes so let's say yeah. now my goal was to buy a car probably 
few years down the line, my goal might change. So that is the problem that I have with goals. You know, like setting. Who says goals. you can't? Who says you can't update your goals, man? Yes, you, you can, can right? but you know, sometimes since your old self wanted that goal, you wanna do that. Like there, there is no moment of contemplation where you sit and think, "Do I actually want this?" You know, like when you are in that, like in in the loop and race of. Uh, no, for me, I have there. no. I I I got what you wanted to say, but the thing is, see. even when i started investing i the reasons i invested in a lot of things i have never bought them even till now because i tell you that because that is a process in itself see let's say you want to buy a car that's why you're investing today okay so what you do you get your salary every month 10% or 20% of it you're investing it in every every month you you go through that discipline you make those sacrifices and 5 years down the line you are not alone maybe you have a wife or children or something and you can't afford that and in this whole process your discipline is at that level where you can actually tell to yourself that okay this is an unwanted expense this doesn't bring any value to my life it's better that i invest more and get this so if you have that goal and work towards it that's good if you don't have any goal let's say uh you, you don't know what you're investing it for but you're just investing investing and some day you hit a jackpot and you took that all out and you just partied or whatever and then you don't have any any money and i've seen a lot of people doing that mistake so to get that discipline you need a goal and once you have that discipline i'll tell okay invest however you want just for you know to have a sense of security or whatever you do it because now you can trust yourself with a discipline that i'll not give in to you know these uh, urges to just because i have this money let me go this where when will i enjoy my life or something like that hmm. it I is understand. it is a very complex thing i understand it what is, you're it saying is, yeah. i think uh, yeah. I, i understood the silver line of what you wanted to say it's like when you have a goal you have an incentive to uh, do things that may make changes in your behavior which would take you there right 100% yeah. agree with that part and sometimes even if you don't have a goal also it's better to save right or it's better to invest i feel like invest yeah. not for the like in 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 good companies like not uh, so sometimes some people want to make quick buck right like now with cryptocurrency everybody wants to invest now one week later they want that thing to rise and then they want to cash out and then be rich right but like sometimes even if you don't know what you're investing for like the end goal what you'll be using this money for but it's better to have that behavior you know to me personally what i love and what gives me satisfaction is incorporating something into my behavior and doing that consistently and that like that that motivates me like nothing else you know like it gives me a sense of satisfaction let's say if i hit the gym i had this phase where i had a goal of how to look and i was striving to look that way and it didn't it wasn't fruitful you know because you're always looking at yourself and you're always questioning are you there yet or are you not like it, it didn't help me but if i if i if, if my focus is on the process of doing it let's say i have like a tiny goal of like today did i hit the gym yes i hit the gym and that gives me satisfaction and i got salary for this month did i invest in a certain asset yes i did oh that gives me happiness so it's mostly that you know a sense of feeling that okay i'm doing something with what i have with like something growth growth minded 
yeah that is i again completely agree with it it's that it is that that you have to do but what the, the reason i was telling you this because i am a 23 year old person and you might know the people that come up to me and obviously ask are people that don't have a regular income right these are like 19 20 year olds will borrow 20 or 30000 from their parents and just invest it for them i would say because they don't for you you have to do it savings is an habit because you have a regular income you have to plan for your life say insurance and mutual funds and all this you have to do it that's basic financial planning i'm not i was not talking about that oh i was just making yeah. a point here yeah no no i that, understand that, completely what you wanted to say yeah because for me those are the people that ask me for advice because i'm not <laughs> such a investing guru that everyone will ask me it's these people how to get started yeah you know, they have like 20000 30000 and they invested somewhere and they want to make a quick buck that's all whether it's in crypto or and that's not sustainable it's never yeah because in pursuit mm-hmm. of that you will end up losing everything yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll the original you, investment um, yeah tell I'll, me I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story so a friend of mine uh, like they, they were in a bad financial situation and he wanted to make money you know and uh, there was this one uh, pyramid scheme which said you give them 15000 rupees and they're going to like monthly they're going to like give you this much amount of returns and some of his friends earned money more than what they gave let's say if they gave 15000 every month they received certain amount of money consistently and he like he he talked to me of course and he was like do you think i should do this and uh, i talked to my sister because my sister did an mba right like i asked her see there is a pyramid pyramid scheme which is promising him this percent returns my sister just looked at me she said there is no asset in the entire world which would bring like which could make those like that much returns that they were promising so i told him that you know what like don't do this like whatever they're promising it's not going to work he didn't listen he invested his 15000 rupees 15000 is not a less amount and for somebody who is already in a problematic state that is way too much so he gave and few years down the line the company was shut and they just left the place and nobody knows where they are and yesterday i was having a conversation with the same person you know he told me clearly why he did that mistake even though he knew that there are chances of this like majority like this might fail was because he wanted to believe that you know like he yeah. m- more than he believed it he wanted to believe that so in the pursuit of uh, denying reality because of like he he was already in a very bad place right so he wanted somebody to tell him that you know you do this and you're going to like all your problems will be solved and i think mostly that's where people uh people face problems yeah. you know i actually had that kind of experience with uh, this thing called there's something called as binary options okay it is a scam and when i was you initially starting out this forex thing binary and everything options is on stock market right like you can uh... no okay it's okay. never on stock okay, market i think the regu- uh, individual brokers do it 
on yes. uh, it's it's uh, it's it's not a good thing to do and even if you have like 90% success rate you will still not be able to make money with that what's that what's my option are uh, i think most of people would have oh, seen it shit. in some form that thing you put call and if it uh, oh. goes above in that 30 second time period you get so 90% of your money back or something dollar like that dollar to currency rupee to dollar value yeah. in the next and i i did i did that in 2017 <laughs> where no one knew who binary option was and also i did not know how to make you know understand what what is a scam and what is not that feeling of you know to believe uh, that you that is a lie you know and even after reading a number of books i knew that making this money that fast is never going to happen it's not sustainable and if it was if anyone could have done that i think there would have been too many rich people in this world by now because if everyone started doing it then everyone will be rich right but the the thing that you said some part in me wanted to believe that true that yes i can do it but yeah i realized it quite quickly i was fortunate that i did not lose too much money there but yeah i get that feeling and also i don't know why this people still for that fall for that multi level marketing so i i have so many friends who call me to join them to join in their pyramid or whatever and i actually once uh, the company representatives of some some multi level marketing company had come and they are like uh, we give you you invest this much and we give you blah 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 returns and what not and if you don't believe us uh, these are companies documents and they just showed me the company's incorporation certificate memorandum of association and all that and i was like why are you why are you showing this to me any company can have this <laughs> doesn't make any difference and they for people who don't know what all this means they you know play this very clever game and they make you trust that yes this company is all legal this company is registered as per you know uh, the government laws or what not so they can't do anything wrong what they're doing is not illegal but i'll tell you there are lakhs of companies registered on uh, the roc who do only illegal businesses <laughs> and, and they don't do any sort of compliance so that don't fall for that i would tell but but yeah like i said it's when you are in a desperate situation and you have something to hold on to it gives you that you know feeling to get that financial freedom or whatever it's it's very hard to fight even i have been there but learned it the hard way but i i'm glad it was very early in my life so that i did not make those mistakes again you want to know another interesting extension of the same story so yeah he went to his dad and he asked his dad for 15000 rupees and his dad knew it was a scam before giving the 15000 rupees to him he said you're going to lose all of this money and you're going to get more offers like this in future better learn this lesson for 15000 rupees and think like you are just investing this 15000 rupees to learn a certain lesson and his father was damn right this is a very good father i can tell you that you know i feel seriously <laughs> parenting is so fucking hard man like now i like i have nieces and nephews so when i look at them and i look at their parents i was like what would i do if i was their parent you know like do you ever catch yourself thinking like 
you know now that we are yeah. closer to getting married i mean yeah. that we are like but <laughs> you, you can possibly look let's not go there yeah i mean now officially i can get married according to government rules i can get married yeah. so the thing that i think about a lot was when i look back at my own life i wonder if i was my own parent how would i avoid myself from doing those mistakes like what would i do and the more yeah. i thought about it the more clear it became that i could do nothing like my as my parents couldn't stop me from doing those mistakes if i was my own parent if my son did exact the, the exact same things that i did there is no way that i'm going to stop him you know what a good parent should do a good parent should let their kids do the mistake and let them learn the lesson and have their back other than having their back there is nothing that you can do yeah other than and drugs. also being over pro- <laughs> over protective yeah being over protective also i mean you have to be protective it's your yeah. children obviously but also being too protective uh, hinders a lot of growth but again i feel like the things that you said right when you saw see your niece or nephew or whatever and you see them doing certain things and you feel like what would i do in this in that situation i think even i think like that sometimes but a very weird financial analogy i'll give <laughs> before when i used to do this demo trades so before investing i always made profit but when i started investing it with my own money i always made mistakes so when your skin is in the game the consequences are high you are bound to make some mistakes and until and unless you be in that situation you have no idea what it can feel like i mean just for food for thought you can think that but but until and unless you have a child of your own i don't think you'll ever you know that's think like that that's an excellent point that's an excellent point about having skin in the game right that happened with me with when i have to like now that i'm earning money back when i had to spend my dad's money let's say it would hurt me less and now if i have to spend my money holy shit does it hurt like now you can literally calculate i'm making this much per month i'm making this much per day and i'm making this much per hour like you can calculate right and let's say if you're spending let's say you you bought like a plane ticket in your head you're thinking this is too Three four days worth of my work, you know, like, like that, that voice keep hitting me. I'm yeah. Like, before spending this, is it actually worth five days of my work? <laughs> yeah, that is very weird. I have no pain in spending my father's money. Like me, confess it. But when it's my money, obviously you feel the pain because you worked hard for it. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 thing will be same with our children as well. I mean, yeah. what are children for? if not to <laughs> do that <laughs> yeah. but yeah this is the feeling of being grown up everything is two or three days worth of work <laughs> you know the irony is that most of the people if you look at any statistics right majority of the people they have accomplished something or like they being satisfied or like they feeling fulfilled it's mostly in their 40s but we are thinking about no, that no. in our early 20s but also but we are not but i think you have to go through this i think some, they also were in the similar phase but it's just that they were not this expressive or they did not have the, the platforms that we have and also 40 years worth of life in the last generation is like 
20 to 30 years of life in this generation because life is moving at that pace also no, now with respect to what though like what is the metric on which you are comparing the pace i mean it's just everything man I mean, because see if you see uh, seconds and time it's th- that pace is the same right so now if you say that pace back is the same but 40 years now it's like 20 years i think it's mostly with the technology and innovation you know like the rate of innovation yeah, yeah, like with everything. See, if if let's say 100 years before you have to travel from Mumbai to Bangalore just to come for whatever, how much time would that take? But now it's like three three hours, four hours. If, I don't know. If, for flight, I think it's very less. And even yeah, if you come by train or bus, maximum one, yeah, one day. That's all, right? So in that also, pace has moved. And also, it's a very weird thing to say, but... Even, you know, people having girlfriends or being in relationships, it's way earlier than before, right? So they all, they see a lot of that as well. And yeah, in every aspect of your life, I think it's very fast. Yeah. You know, what you else can... is changing? Like yesterday, me and my dad, we were having this conversation. So yesterday was the first time that me and my dad got drunk together. Like we were drinking wine. I was like, it's, it's, it's the yeah. first time that I ever had wine and it was with him. It, it was a very nice time. You know, you're not really drunk. You're just like tipsy. Like, like you're just... Uh, just enough to let like, your guard down and talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were having this conversation and I asked him, you know, like, what is the things in your life like, like what's the one incident that you remember the most like the most impactful thing and the, like what is said I found it very beautiful because like we come from a small town in Karnataka right like we both are from the same town and and now we are in Mumbai right like my dad when he had to make the change he was there for a decade before he came here here there was a bit of uncertainty there he knew for certain what his day was going to look like he's going to wake up in the morning when he's going it was safe and secure and now to make that change he did which turned out to be good and the other thing that he said was when you like back then if you had to spend let's say 5000 rupees that was a big deal like that was a huge deal yeah and now if you're spending 5k for a pl- plane ticket you have to travel from one place to another you will spend it. And that lifestyle inflation, you know, like that part where a certain expenses are normalized. I'm not saying it's good completely, but the best part about that is you can literally see how you have grown, you know. Back then, a certain amount of money was a big deal to you. And now that's not as big of a deal it is. Yeah, pure inflation. That yeah. and also, yeah, even our spending habits are, you know, lifestyle choices, certain lifestyle choices that we make have grown grown a lot. So even like tier two, tier three cities are seeing that lifestyle growth. And these are very minimal things that you do, but you end up spending more you know, in pursuit of these choices. Not just the lifestyle inflation, it's just your, your income is also increasing, you know, like you are being competent with your work and you are earning more. So then the um, that yeah. money, the like the stake of that money reduces. It, it becomes like 5K when, let's say, if you're earning 15K, spending 5K is like 30% of your salary. And that's like a big deal. Let's say if you're earning 1 lakh, spending 5K per, like would be less of a deal, right? So I feel like a lot of people are learning a lot of skills and they're trying, like they're 
salary that's just you know, market that's just market forces right uh, you only the market only accepts the money that it can bear or you know only does business that it can bear i mean obviously if you are starting a business today and you know that an average indian person right now is earning let's say 15000 15000 a month and if you are targeting that class you wouldn't want to price your product more than that so that's just basic economics that you do to you know counter that whatever like you are earning this much so you can spend this much so everyone is growing that's yeah. what happens and i'm more happy like it was really you know i i felt good when you said you were drunk with your father for the first time <laughs> i mean at least for boys i think it's not telling not telling that i drink just to throw a disclaimer i don't but that i know what it means to the guys so <laughs> you know what my dad told like once we got yeah. drunk like after everything i think uh, today morning while we were talking my dad he doesn't drink like he's not a drinker so i think yesterday when we both got drunk i think socially he had like a glass of wine once or twice but yesterday was i think for the first time that he got tipsy so like he said you know like when we were when we were drinking for 2 hours it felt really nice <laughs> like so he's not mentioning uh, that as being tipsy he's like you know 2 hours of that time do you remember we had such good time in my head i was like that's called being tipsy and my dad is referring that to having good time it was fun <laughs> i mean see that's the beauty of it right because we are at that age where we understand certain qualities and you know the things that we try to replicate from our father right because you've grown up watching him and now you are at an age where you get to make decisions that he would have done and in your mind it i mean for me it feels really good because i've my father i mean there are so many things that i can learn from my father and now that i'm doing all of those things i mean it it feels good that yes i have come a long way it feels like that i mean it's just i'm 23 i'm not like 50 years old or something but yes it feels really nice to you know kind of be in his shoes and you know try to replicate him that's yeah. that's where that's a feeling that nothing can beat nothing can beat that feeling again it's the recognition of growth right like have you ever had a moment yeah. with your parents where they just like you know manish like when you were in school like you used to do that but now like you're doing something independent you're earning actually for me uh, it was a very weird thing you know when uh, for deepavali i had been to my home and uh, my father just out of nowhere started to talk about things that was troubling him and for me it was never like he'll come and tell me what's bothering him right it was always the other way around that i went and told he something like this happened and i am worried about it or i'm bothered by it or something like that and uh, it it felt really nice to me that he was opening up to me and he felt that i've grown up enough for me to have that conversation with him i mean that 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 was actually exactly the day where i felt like okay i'm not a kid anymore Hmm. that was i think i will remember it for the rest of my life yeah and for me it it meant the world to me because for you your father trusting his problems with you i think you know it's, it's not even that manish you know what the best part about the incident that you just told it's that like all the dads like the alpha males in the house like they are the ones who are the breadwinners right there is a sense of ego and for a dad to come and talk about his problem and his flaws or like whatever is happening he 
has to be very less egoistic you know like he needs to like he needs to acknowledge you you know in a yeah. point where he is very comfortable sharing vulnerable things yeah and that to coming from their generation sharing things it's, it's, it's something else yeah because they are they are never the generation to talk and share about how they are feeling right they are all just keep it inside do what you want to do <laughs> just take like, care of things keep it inside be a man right like hide your emotions yeah, be a man yeah yeah but i was really happy that he when he did that and yes that was good for you man good for you yeah that's it's, why i was telling you that's why i was telling you we are grown up we are grown up so when we texting it's the camaraderie right like it's the like how you see the nuances in certain things like now i can like if i want to spend something if i want to do something for anybody i'm in a place where i can do that you know like i'm not making a lot of money but now if i want to feed somebody or if i want to give something to a beggar or let's say anything i can do that you know i don't have to go to my parents and ask for something like when you can make yeah, that independence yes like, uh, freedom, and that's going to change the, your world man like when like when you can take decisions for yourself in a way you are also taking responsibility for the outcome so if my parents are taking a decision for me i can just blame them right for like if the shit goes sideways of the but now you decision. don't have anyone to blame yeah, yeah. now it's just me man like i'm the only one that i i'm yeah. like if i have taken the decision i'm the one who needs to be blamed <laughs> being in this position feels very weird that's what i was telling you <laughs> yeah. right these things like everything that even a smallest detail in your life right now changes because now you are thinking from a whole another angle or at least i like to think so like whatever you said right i like to think that i've grown up because i like like when i look at my past and the mistakes that i've done of course when you would have done certain mistakes right i so badly don't want to be the person i was that i i used to have this fears you know i used to tell myself that you know i'm a changed person now like you know fuck them like fuck everybody but more than me uh, more than me like convincing others that i've changed it was mostly for myself you know like i wanted to believe that i'm not the same person anymore so i think <laughs> like at least growing up feels good in that way you know it gives me a sense of that like i am evolving and not doing the same mistakes anymore it's that you know that sense of uh like that makes me happy i guess <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely that but yeah you are allowed to be happy <laughs> <laughs> even your yeah. even your friendships yeah. change right like i think majorly your friendships priorities change. like yeah priority because your priorities also change right because now we are not at a point where oh i have to I, i definitely will tell you for sure that i don't need any more friends i am okay with the friends that i have got i don't want new friendships to come in my life because right now whatever i have i know the priorities like i can give this time or not i know i don't want to like go out now make friends and all that it's gone right after a point is just you make connections not friendships yeah i think like when you were a kid you just have friends right but now yeah. you have friends in different segments the different sections and different segments of your life so let's say if yeah. you want to talk about podcast or if you want to talk about something interesting that's happening we both do that right like we have that friendship and 
normally we don't talk about like let's say what i am going through in my life personally like what are my problems we, we don't talk about that right and there are some friends who i like my acquaintances from me doing theater and the friends that i've met there the conversation that i have with them is different with my colleagues is different so i think friendship has a different seg- segments you know like it's just your wiring to that particular output so you have that friends for that side of your life you have this friends for this side of your life that segregation very important yeah and it keeps you sane as well if you do that if you just keep on telling everything to everyone is just doesn't make sense and you'll also regret it so that is important yeah now it's like yeah friendship is like look basically yeah you go out you work in an office you make you meet clients you meet uh, your colleagues and all that friends is there but that dynamic is very different you can't compare it to your school friends or you know the friends that you had growing up you can never compare them with them i feel but yeah but still that's why i told you make connections not friendships yeah well, maybe they'll help you career wise so you, you can call them friends also but yeah yeah you know like whenever i to- like, like you know more about finance and like how things work economy and all of that more than me and it is a choice for me to like me be staying in touch with you or me talking to you it's a choice right like where i choose to talk to you about certain topics that is because you know more about more about certain things than i do you know there is a there is an element of learning that i can yeah. learn from you so i think that like regardless of anything in any field that you are this is the element that you should always look for right like i like i feel i think that's the best finance advice you can give to anybody like where you need to learn right like that's the <laughs> that's like a key advice like keep learning keep knowing about things but if you associate yourself with people who know more than you that learning becomes easier yeah they make things easier for you and also point you in the right direction yeah yeah that is true that is important but but yeah but the thing is you don't have the at least with stock markets the thing that i have seen is people try to you know try too much uh, of their time or you know give way too much attention for this because see if you're working and you just want to beat inflation or make good enough savings for you for retirement i think invest in mutual fund or even in stock markets invest in good companies make a good portfolio talk to a good financial planner he'll make a very good portfolio for you invest there keep keep to your you know saving uh, schemes or you know saving uh, saving what do you call schedules and what not and just keep doing it and concentrate more on your career that pays you rather than taking money from there and investing your time and attention to make more money here i think you'll not everyone will fail but most of them will fail because it's pure statistics game so just make decent enough investments for your retirement it will earn you more than you could ever think of and focus more on your you know employment where you need to you know keep learning and give more attention to that and your other parts of life rather than this because now it has become a trend right everyone wants to invest in they want to trade they want to do this they take this online courses and all like boot camp they call it you know so just one week i'll go i'll start trading i'll do all this but 
but really you know when you are in an when you are already started your career unless until you are sure that you want to be and you want to make this your career yes it's well and enough to research do all these courses and do it for yourself and yeah if you want to make that career shift then it's okay but but if you know that i'll do this two time thing it's not going to work you know i feel like that when you earn money right if you figure out a way for that money to make more money then you can do whatever you love without thinking about making money right like if i love doing podcast if i have no stress about making money from it that's when i am at my purest when i am doing podcast right so yeah. i feel like even though you are making money sometimes you might like the job and sometimes you might not like the job okay but for you to do what you like if you take that salary and make like if, if you figure out a way for that money to make more money like when you invest in certain assets don't you think like that's better like if you focus too much on your comp- like you, whatever you're doing let's say like career or whatever salary that you're making you will have a good living as long as you're working right like once you're not working yeah, but then, then again you're saving right but that's that's what we were saving this whole time for for your retirement so like what if i invest certain amount of work until like like what if i hate my job and i don't want to work till i'm like till i retire so, see that's what i told right if you want to make that career shift and you know be a full time trader or investor and you want to go through that life yeah, yes then that is okay but it's not for everyone even if you feel like you're good at it i mean i don't know it's very to just look the, the one thing that people do is they look at oh uh, look at arshad mehta even though he was one of the like for me he is one the most stupidest guy that i've ever known because he did such a stupid mistake to begin with but still people worship him but still people think that he is like you know this top gardener they say they see rakesh junjunwala or people like this and they feel like oh and they see this wolf of wall street movie and they're like oh i can because they are attracted to that bling but it's not that case not everyone is going to be successful and also it takes you will never stop learning in stock market dude because you keep on making this mistakes and you keep on you, you need to update yourself with everything the strategy that you think will work will not work all the time you have to keep updating that strategy as well and i've been doing it for 7 years and i only tell that this is not my career i don't want to make this my career because it's no, just it too much stress we also you know i feel like yeah you should you should do something that would bring you money you should do something that that you love and you should do something that keeps you healthy and fit i think these are the three yeah. things that everybody should do and sometimes uh like people make money by doing what they love and that's pretty rare like very few people do that and some people know what they love and they are making money from something else so it's like you know if you keep investing in like good assets not, not trading like i mean investing so yeah it's like you're buying your freedom right in a way it's like it's like you're buying see that investing thing we shouldn't even be talking about it because it's like you know uh you get a job you get married you get an apartment you get a sedan for your family how you know these are like standards right for you to get settled that should also be a standard it's just that we have never thought this financial planning yeah. 
in any of our uh, you know curriculum that's why we don't know about it this is the base we shouldn't even be debating about it right because it should be like a me basic a, thing yeah yeah because for me if i'm earning i have to keep making the, like i have to make savings i have to invest in a mutual fund or my portfolio or whatever have to make investments not just in mutual fund or uh, it might assets. be real estate investment yeah or gold or whatever like you have to keep diversifying your money like this but that's that's just basic you know human need you have to do it yeah, yeah. we shouldn't even be i am glad you mentioned that i am glad you mentioned yeah. that because from the perspective that you are coming from this was a default and uh, i think like for, for all the listeners you mentioning that it gives perspective from the point of view that you are coming from so being financially intelligent and investing in assets should be a default that everybody should be doing even if you look at it it's not a rocket science also it's, it's even if you blindly just know the basics and you know like some good companies or some good mutual funds and you just keep investing in it it will make you money it's not that hard if 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 all you care about is you know uh, making good enough savings for your retirement yeah but the thing is people i mean a lot of people do it actually a lot and a lot of people do it but majority is just you know investing in stock market is like uh, they one the month they start it's like i'll trade i'll buy this share i'll do this i'll trade that i'll oh this has grown this much they'll talk all that and in 6 months all the money will be lost because they're just trading too much for a beginner and they lose all their savings yeah. right i did you remember like i i remember when we had a call i told you right like that i am not a trader material like i cannot do trading at all like now also there are certain things like when i want to invest in a certain company on stock market i look at it from a very common sense perspective you know i don't even get into too much details like like you are from finance background right like there are ways where you, there is uh, beta ratio like how much profit like do they have any loan like what there is a lot of attributes that you can analyze a certain company with right and i don't do everything i just look at it from a common sense perspective like what are the company doing uh, whatever they're doing are is it very futuristic are they solving any like good problems do i like, like when i look around do i look at this company's products a lot i mean even if even if you are not able to do it i mean you are intelligent enough to do it but not a lot of people are but even if you cannot uh, arrive to a decision of to where to invest or what to invest there are really good financial planners in india where you can just go to them and say that this is how much i can save per month and this is for how many years i will do it so i so just suggest me how a good investment plan and i'll just stick my stick my whatever like i'll uh, commit to it and i'll invest it so just plan me if you ask them they'll do it and for a very reasonable amount of money hmm it's not that hard also so there are a lot of tools resources for you to do it's not like you have to give time you know to know about the company get their balance sheet and talk like all the ratios that you said you go through all that no one needs to do it like there are good financial planners in india to do it that was mutual Even fund you know for all the people who couldn't pick stocks for themselves they would invest in a mutual fund that they would let the fund manager do all of it now no but for some some people mutual funds mutual funds there are no yeah like the way how you choose a company to invest in you have to choose which mutual fund you want to 
uh yeah like, but that's the thing right if you go with financial planners they will just list out the whole thing for you even uh the stock market portfolio and what shares that you invest and also the mutual funds they do diversify it so well that making a loss is out of the question actually yes you make loss when the market falls that is there but but uh, they maximize your returns too much man there yeah, are damn good financial planners that i know to not demotivate for all the people who are listening and like you don't have to get financial planner you can just look at a good company that you heard of right there are a lot of this that also you can do yeah. is, you know yesterday the same friend that i told the story about i was talking to him i said see when you look around right let's say there is a biscuit packet and if you see that a lot of people buy this biscuit packet and if you feel like in future a lot of people will buy this biscuit packet see what company that is and if it's listed on uh, stock market you can buy that you know like it could be as simple as that or just like uh, there are monopolies right like in uh, when it comes to consumer products hul hindustan unilever is monopoly when it comes to adhesives uh, pedalet is a monopoly right like they have majority stake so it's like just google each sector and whichever has the most stake by that you know in, in simple terminologies like an actionable so just to not demotivate for anyone who's listening to this just like keeping the money in the bank inflation would eat to eat that up right like every year inflation is 6.5% if you have 1 lakh in the bank then every year you're losing 6.5% of that 1 lakh because you you can buy lesser and lesser products as time pass right and i feel like investing should be like a basic thing that everybody should do in some in some asset let's say if you feel gold at least buy gold every month buy at least like 2000 1000 rupees 3000 rupees gold they can keep buying it right yeah that is good if uh, the reason i said financial planners is let's say now you started investing right let's say when you are 30 because you have done it you know minuscule amounts every month for like 8 years now when you are in 30 the amount will be so much that you just thinking that this company will make me money or this company will make me money is not enough because that's not because you are not uh, you know uh, putting the entire potential of your money to work there if you go to a financial planner if you have a huge corpus let's say in 8 years if you are investing like this probably you would have around 8 lakhs or something by the time you are 30 if you just keep investing steadily for 8 years right 1 lakh per year is also like 8 lakhs you have but if you have that 8 lakh and you invest wildly like this i mean i'm not telling it's wrong it's good for small amounts but when you have 8 lakhs not telling you you'll not you'll not make any losses you'll definitely make profits but that profit is not the full potential of the money that you have invested if you went to a good financial planner and if he or she has diversified it really well it they will put each and every single rupee of yours to work so i think it depends on the capital also right how much money you are willing to like if you have saved enough that uh, planners are interested to be a part like even they also have uh, like a certain limitations right like they are like if you have this much amount only then they're going to be interested right or else like let's say if i have 1 lakh rupees why would any financial planner be interested in my 1 lakh because the profit that is going to make would be pretty less right out of it no, but for his time but there are 
but there are planners for every amount of corpus you can but find how do you choose the right to... planner you tell me yeah uh, just looking at his uh, track record because if they have planned a certain portfolio <laughs> they will have a kind you of know, things you can do that like, but it all comes down to choosing you have to choose any like if you have to choose stock you have to choose a stock to so put your money if you want to choose mutual fund which mutual fund if you are like how do you how do you choose yeah, like yeah, how do you yeah. choose a mutual fund you see a, you look at the fund manager and you see his track record or how he has been performing and all that if he's a financial planner then he'll definitely have his own things and data to look at so you can make a decision by that but yeah you ha- you have to take risks to make uh, see, to get those rewards if you ask me if you ask me personally i'd rather invest in stock market by myself looking at good companies than choosing a financial planner because it's like i'll have to trust him more than i trust my wife if i'm getting married you know like if i have to yeah. give my money to you <laughs> you know what i mean but some but some day will make that jump trust me see, if if I mean, you I'm are sure but i should be in a position to understand what a good planner should have and like i i need to know how to choose a good planner i think that's when i'm going to do it I'm not going to say that I'll not probably I mean if you have friends if you surround yourself with friends that you know make the same investment as you and you are in a good company and basically they would have done the same thing so they know people that are he I got my plan done with this guy and he it's paying me well you should try him out so you you make those connections and it's I think it's not when you are at that position you won't feel this hard but right now i think first step sitting is at for, where we are for for them to invest yeah. individually in extreme companies right like i think as a starting point there are shares worth 100 rupees also like 100 bucks you can just buy it like you you don't instead of spending it somewhere else you can you know i tell it. people invest in fds even though i don't agree with fds okay because fds are like basically for me they are waste like i don't even care them it, it, they don't even beat inflation man but the thing is because i tell at least if you're investing in fds it will develop your saving habit hmm. which yeah. is a very difficult thing to attain yeah that saving behavior is very hard but once you do that even if you're in if you're scared of stock markets invest in an fd though it's not the best thing to do but still your habit will you know be formed and then you can take it to the next level once you see the money growing you will also feel confident you know yes i can keep up with whatever investment plan that i have so yeah that yeah. also works that's true man yeah okay so well, this was it. fun i Thanks don't know how, how, this, how long man. has it been i i have no idea wait let me check around 2 hours i think it's been 1 hour 36 37 minutes yeah not bad 35 uh, i mean it's around that range but This was fun man like i like this yeah. how casual our talk was <laughs> yeah we went from like i don't know what we went from crypto we were talking about crypto to being grown up to adulthood falling to for a scam finance. to yeah we, we touched a lot of bases today yes that's going to be the title yeah. of this episode cryptos personal finance and adulthood with manish ekdal oh. <laughs> uh ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening please do go check uh my friends manish podcast i really like what you do man you should do more of what you do yeah i know you've been pushing actually <laughs> sankarshan has been pushing me to do a lot of podcasts since 
two three months now but it's just that i've been too busy but yes i'll definitely get back to podcasting again uh, but yeah it's been a great fun to talk to you as always and <laughs> yeah had a nice trip <laughs> thank you man thank you for uh, taking out time and doing this i am glad you you, you decided to do this sad fun Asankarshan Joshi trip